Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, people. Welcome along to the forum. This is day tripping on a night when we will investigate four topics of your choosing. Joining me tonight is Andrew Young. Below me, he is part of the new reporters group called the Militant Contempt Ultras. Why is he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this? I was being professional there. I thought you were doing an impression of like, you know, the news over the radio in the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were doing an impression of like someone's being held hostage or something. <laughs> <laughs> From the news and television ultras. Uh, ultras. <laughs> you want to make a statement? People. Do you want to make a statement, people. Andy? That's what I want to How like, are you? Even Welcome along to the forum. It is, of course, the forum. Join me tonight um, on the biggest podcast of the week it is indeed andy young below me it is peter over here and down the corner Pete, all the way from barcelona 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 uh, you didn't have restrictions you now we have restrictions 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 and of course on this side of me here i can't get my hand in but it's in yeah you're getting, worse, you're getting worse at this uh, it's gav it's not it's just I'm, I'm so close to the camera i, I think I you've lost that much weight that You've, you've lost uh, the pair in your arms to lift them and there? send them where you need to be. It is. Uh, that's just. Uh, I want to get my hand into the screen to, to do this. Um, right. Normally we have four topics to talk about, but tonight we don't because, to be quite frank, myself and Andy were way too lazy to even think up stuff. And we thought, you know, it'll be great. We'll do a viewer's choice instead. So it's over to you. We want you to give us the co- topics. I think what's going to happen is we've already seen a couple come through. Um, the ones that we think are worth debating, we will. Um, but we don't just want Henderson transfers, FSG out, um, Liverpool, Origi's gone to West Ham. We don't just want them, right? We want something else. If, if Fernando Cheese wants to ask us what's the best cling film to use on a rampant rabbit, like I'm happy to have that type of question tonight, right? So this, this is... Because the this video is, is marked not for kids, so we're good. It is, it is. It's not for kids. It's our grown-up kids, maybe, but not for, not for real kids. Um, and not for, for kiddles as well, not for kiddles either as well. So yeah, that's what we want to know. We want your topics. So I'm going to kick off. I'm going to try kill a couple of these at the outset, right? Because um, they've already asked us and we've had the topic of the day, FSG are cheapskates. Henderson in, out, shake it all about. And Origi's off to West Ham, not off to West Ham. 
and Grujic has gone to somewhere and Grujic goes to somewhere every single day of the week, but how and ever. Um, Andy, as one of the militant Henderson ultras, um, whereabouts do you stand on all of the, the transfer knees that are going? The knees, the transfer knees. Where's the transfer knees? How, how's your transfer knees today? Yeah, it's mad. I don't know. When I was going to sleep last night, and people were giving out yards about the club trying to nail Henderson down uh, for a couple of extra years and why we weren't signing all the players. Um, by the time I woke up, Henderson uh, was leaving and everybody was going absolutely bonkers uh, that he was leaving. So that just sums up football, Twitter, and the modern hysteria that goes around. Uh, Henderson, I wouldn't say, has gone anywhere. It's just one of those things. It's a good opportunity to write a story. Everybody knows in The Athletic that if you write about Liverpool and some someone who carries a little bit of for for whatever reason, a little bit of controversy like Jordan Henderson, everybody is going to go absolutely bonkers. So there's nothing going on right about Liverpool, right about Henderson, and uh, that's all it's all about. And Henderson will stay. Forever. Gav, Gav. Um, yeah, I listened, to Gav, I have to say, I listened to you last night, right, mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. Um, when, I, when I saw this thing going off the, the, one the of charts. One of millions have, who have done, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of definitely five who've listened to it right in full. Six, uh, seven, seven. All right, good man. Your man hasn't listened to it. How <laughs> <laughs> well, long? There was there was a lot of talk last night because the, this Grizz obviously is in the uh, the LFC ITK Ultras um, WhatsApp group uh, where they get fed papyrus scrolls from the well of knowledge, and okay. um, they, they there was talk about Henderson. The whole talk last night was about Henderson being renewed. So, mm-hmm. in less than twenty four hours, we're now talking about Henderson leaving to join Atletico Madrid and PSG. So, mm-hmm. where's your head? Nowhere really, on to be honest, <clears throat> like. I was saying to Pete beforehand, I've seen, um, and I don't know which publication it was, but I've seen an article from the 18th of July saying that Henderson set to sign a new deal that will keep my Liverpool for the rest of his career. And the same publication within 24 hours, possibly 12, um, saying that Henderson's um, Liverpool future is in doubt because the contract talks have broken down. And Look, it's, it's, it's silly season. That's all it is. You know, the sort of way, like, there's no links to players and you know, you see journalists being interviewed and being asked and, and they've nothing to say. They have nothing to say. If you actually drill down into what they're saying, they're saying nothing because they're getting nothing. I feel that, you know, um, people at the Athletic or whatever have been fed a line and they've gone with it. And wherever they're getting it from, they feel it's justified in writing that. But look, no comments from Liverpool, no comments from Jordan Henderson or any any people close to Jordan Henderson. And all a lot of stuff like it's understood and it's believed well, if it's understood or believed, who you're understanding or believing it from. Just listen, if the story's true, tell me who you're understanding or believing it from. And then we can have a discussion around it. Look, Jordan Henderson, like, I think about, I think Keith pulled it up last night, 12 Liverpool players, I think, uh, have two years left on their deal. It'll be Jordan Henderson this week and it'll be someone else next week. You know, it'll be Salah, it'll be Van Dijk, it'll be Mane, it'll be whoever. Firmino, whatever, Keita, Ox, there's loads of them. There is five or six there that you don't think will make an impact on Liverpool um, going forward. And they all have two years, but they don't, they don't get, they don't get the, the clicks and they don't get the attention like Jordan Henderson would. For me, the discussions would have started and will continue 
Um, the agent does an awful lot of that work. The, the fact that Henderson's on holiday or being at the Euros is a factor, but you know he would have discussed with his, with, his, with his agent what he wants. I'd love to know who's initiated these talks with two years to go. I presume it would be the club, and now it could be somebody just having a mess and to see what he can get out of the club, and it might be his agent, it might not. But at the end of the day, he's two years left on his deal. There's no word from anyone in any official capacity with regards to this, so you just have to take it and see what happens. When it all comes around, Henderson will either be a Liverpool player to start next season with two years on his deal, or a Liverpool player with three years on his deal. I can't see him leaving. I think it'd be mental if he left, but right now, Phil, I'm looking at that thinking, you know, give me something more than it's understood and it's believed, and then we go from there. That's, that's just the way I look at it. Okay, the Dinesh story's Car- a bit conscious. Just hang, hang on, hang on. The next Karai came in there with one of those super chats. Um, he says, pick your all time Liverpool team to start the Premier League to play against the Premier League winning side of 2019 20. I tried, but I failed. To be fair, Dinesh, I think that's probably a good pod topic for one of the other shows during the week where we've done pick where we've done drafts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where I think Gav, that would be a great one for a draft where you take so the 2019 all time Liverpool team. Yeah. From the start of the Premier League to play against the, so f- the league winning team. From 92 to 2019-20, right? And I'm assuming yeah. that you can't pick any of the players from 1920 because they're, they're in the 1920. That team, right? Yeah. You have to pick all the players that that's not in. I think that would be a great either draft or show in itself, right? So, yeah, Dinesh, I think, no thanks for the super chat. I think that's probably a, a pod topic in itself because I'm sure there'll be four lads who'd love to debate the different combinations you can come up with there. Pete, I want to come on, and Andy, I'll come back to you now in a second, in terms of what else. Um, I hope I remember now because I've known all pad with me tonight. Grant, you should have have a bot that's tra- trolling your mind. Andy had one of those. You know those boards that are the man, man or woman that sits in the in the yeah in the courthouse and court just, reporter. Yeah, yeah, taking it all down <laughs> and just passing stuff over. Stenographer. Yeah, you know right. that's what you are. Pete, you're taking on on the Henderson thing, and I'm going to lead. Now, go on, you take the Henderson thing, and then I'm going to give my take, and I'm going to rip yeah. an awful lot of the comments that are going on the side. Yeah, there. I, I was going to be wait a brief chat a little bit beforehand, and I'm in your camp, but, you know, I won't step on what you're going to say, because I think it's, it rounds it off nicely, Phil. But for me, I, agree, I do agree with, uh, with Gav. It's silly season. Agents have, you know, I mean, they're doing their jobs, and they have jobs to do. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember when there were no windows. You know, every... every uh, all season, you could practically buy a player up until you know the last four weeks of the year. Now you've got two windows exactly to do as much damage as you can. Hendo's thirty-one. He's represented by an agent who, if he wasn't, you know, throwing smoke around, he wouldn't be doing his job like any other player. He, he you know, his agency is is doing theirs. That's my take. Don't think there's any other. I'm, I'm agree with Andy as well. I think Jordan Henderson would be a Liverpool player. Uh, the only variable will be how long for. You know, mm. so. For me, I think it's more to do about nothing. It's it's very interesting to see everybody getting their knickers in a twist over the most responsible player we've had alongside James Milner in about 25 years. He's not going anywhere. Okay, Cyber Symes has just given us a, another super chat. Henderson fought against being flogged to Fulham years back. He's been here 10 years now and he's not going anywhere. Um, and did you want a quick one before I go on a bit of a rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a good point there uh, by Cyber Symes. Like, these are the things we do now. You know, everything else in the last kind of 24 hours is being purely speculation. One of the stories is that the club have offered um, that he runs down his contract and then they kind of give him year extensions after that, depending on fitness. And Jordan Henderson doesn't like that. So Liverpool are now talking about flogging him. Like, that is a complete and utter contradiction. It's Liverpool who want to keep him till the end of his contract. So they're happy enough that... 
at that stage they may not want them and he can and he's free to leave or else they might offer him a year contract. So why on earth would PSG and uh, Atletico and everyone else <coughs> be on alert? Because the, cl- the club are in no willing position to sell him. We know that Klopp loves him. We know that Henderson loves Liverpool. We, you know, we've seen that in recent documentaries, how much it meant to him to achieve what he has done at the club. So like, these are the things we know. And we know how respected he is by the club. And we know how much influence he has around the club, uh, the academy, the city, and, and how much he represents everything that's kind of going on at the, at the moment. Uh, it just makes absolutely no sense that he would leave this summer. It's uh, 100% uh, just cheap journalism, opportunistic journalism. And everybody is all over the story, including us talking shite uh, like that. He's, he's going nowhere, lads. Okay, okay, here's my take, right? Um the guy's 31. He's got two years left in the contract, which takes him out to 33. It's not like the genie situation whatsoever because genie is on, is, is just torn, tor- just torn 30. Um, he's given us over 10 years now at the, of service in terms of a player and he's won us a Champions League and won us a league title. He's the most successful captain we've had in the last 20 odd years. He's the, he's the, he's the league winning captain and deserves all the respect he gets. But, ultimately, lads, we're talking about a guy who has two years left to run this deal. As Gav mentions, we have 12 players. We have some of the most important players who are under the under the age of 30 that we need to tie down to longer-term contracts because they've only got two years left to run. We've got Fabinho, we've Allison, we've Mo Salah, we've... Um, <coughs> who else is there? Sorry, Van Dijk. Van Dijk um, uh, to, to, to nail down. That's the spine of our team. If you put Canate and all these other guys around him, but that's, that's, the, that's essentially the spine of the, of the team that we want to build around. So... If the club decide not to extend Henderson's contract and say, well, look, we'll hang on and see what happens at the end of the next two years, bang on, as far as I'm concerned. That's a gamble worth taking because if it doesn't turn out, at 33, Henderson is not going to is not going to a bigger club. He's not going somewhere else. He's, his best football is going to be behind him at that stage. And I don't mean this as a disrespect to Jordan Henderson, but at 31 and in the role he plays, he's not going to get quicker. And he's not going to get fitter. He might be able to maintain his form the way Milner does in a limited number of games over the course of the season, but his value is not going to get greater. To take that FSG somehow or penny pinching by not extending his contract, I'm sorry, but I just don't buy it. I get the sense that there has been talks, the talks may have stalled, and the club have just not decided not to prioritise this contract because they need to get Alisson done. They need to get Van Dijk done. They need to get Salah done, and they need to get Fabinho done. Okay, that's that's pure taking this. The other big bit that, that people are missing out here, the Liverpool journalists are normally embedded in the camp where the team is on pre-season training. They're, they're, but they're not. They're in England and they need to fill column inches. This is the best form of clickbait. You take the Liverpool captain, you get an agent who's trying to drive the best contract available for his players and you put the two and two together. You the, the, I'd say what they've done is any progress. I say the question from the journalists was, has there been any progress in, in the Jordan Henderson contracts talks? The answer that came back from the club was, no, we haven't got anywhere at the moment. We're, we're still talking, but we haven't got anywhere. And then they go and they check that story out on the agent side, on the player side, which is typically what they do because they not try to verify a story from two sources. As anyone who's watched journalism knows that this is what they do. The agent has fed them more because he's trying to drive the talks and the price for his player in the direction that he wants to go in, may not have liked what was going on, and this is how you get your story. And that's how all the LFC journals are briefed, because they, they got an initial sort of heads up from the, not a heads up from the club, but a, a, potentially a question that was asked, an answer that came back, and then it laid on from there. The spiral 
the horrific spiral of social media bollocks that then carries on. FSG have, to, like, Klopp has no power. Klopp is just wandering around a, a China pitch now, just drawing diagrams and saying, all I can do is coach players. FSG are standing there. John Henry has the pin number to the bank account, the Liverpool bank account. <laughs> He's counting how much money he can take out by not buying a single player. And I'm looking at even the comments that are coming in. FSG are pinning pinches. FSG is this. There was a great comment made last night. In the last 12 months, we've signed Jota, we've signed Kanate, we've signed um, Thiago. When we win, when we win, when you win a league title, you don't need to sign six to seven players on a, on a seasonal basis. We literally need to sign one or two that keeps refreshing your squad and keeps improving your squad. And that's what the club is trying to be doing. Talks of refreshes and everything next season, just insane. <coughs> we need to sign another midfielder. I think we all agree that we need to sign another midfielder. Jordan Henderson isn't going anywhere this season. He's probably not going anywhere next season. And I'd say there's a good chance he'll see out when he's 33. And he'll either accept the year extensions or he'll go somewhere else, be it West Ham or Burnley or Wonderland Spores or something <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> well, Mike, Mikey D says, Neil Jones said in a piece, he has it confirmed from Liverpool that the story is correct. It is the club who leaked the story and not Henderson's agent. Bollocks. But, but the thing is, and, and I think it was Joshua there said FSG could try to kill somebody and you defend them. That's far from the truth, Joshua, um, on this channel. I would. I would, yeah. I well, think you I would, would. You would. Just, just I don't for, know if Andy just would. Just annoy Joshua. I wouldn't. Um, there's loads There's loads of different views on FSG. We're in our group and, and we're in the people that do our, um, our podcasts. But if it's confirmed from Liverpool that the story is correct, what is the story? Because the story, the the, the the whole meat of this story is that Jordan Henderson held initial talks with Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, and they haven't progressed since. Now, there's many reasons why it couldn't have progressed since. You know, like Andy said to me earlier, he's on holiday and he's playing in the Euros. Now, I came back with Andy in fairness and said, yeah, but his agent will do most of the work. And then I had to think about it and thought, well, hold on, his agent can do as much work as he wants. But Jordan Henderson might say, look, forget about it. I'm yeah, it's not a, it's not a, and as I said to you, Gav, it's not a nine to five job exactly, Monday exactly, to Friday. Exactly, 100%. And, you know what I mean? And you said that to me and, and, and perfectly. And that, and that was absolutely fine. And at the end of the day, you will get players that will turn around and go, I don't want to talk about it. I'm off on, I'm going to play in the Euros and I'm going on holiday. And we talk about it when I come back. What's the hurry? Uh, with regards to, um, defending FSG, now I think like, I can actually understand some people's frustrations with FSG. 100% I can, because I believe that they should do something a, a bit more. I think they should do a bit more. Self-sufficiency is fine, but I think they should do a bit more. And that's just me. And that's where I kind of understand frustrations from a certain point of view. The fact that it's being linked back down to when Aldum, or when Aldum left it, it's when Aldum. When Aldum was offered a contract and said no, he was offered a, a rise and said no. I think he's nearly tripled his wages going to PSG. If we paid when when Adam a hundred and eighty or a hundred and ninety grand a week, there'd be fucking uproar. And it brings it back to those players that are on two year deals. Like you could have put any any of their names on that story this morning, any of them, because they're all in the exact same boat as Jordan Henderson. And are you telling me that if I wrote tomorrow morning, Virgil Van Dijk's in danger of leaving Liverpool because he talks of on talks are ongoing, but nothing's happened yet? Yeah, I could easily write that. But there's, there's no way that we haven't spoken to Van Dijk and all those players you've named earlier. It's, I just think it's a bit of a... It's just being thrown out there for the fucking sake of being thrown out there. Now, there could be some truth in it. But at the moment, as I said earlier, believed and, you know, understood and all this sort of stuff just doesn't wash with me. It really doesn't. Do you know, lads, that Stevie G was kicked out of the club by FSG? This is the latest one I've heard. 
John Henry flew over from Boston and dragged them by the ear and threw them out of out Melwood and said, "You can never come in here again." That was it. I think, That's, to be fair, one of one of Gerard's quotes was that he he wasn't really happy that the owners didn't value him. Well, so that they only came to speak to him about you know extend his contract with with six months left or something along them lines. He said he would have expected more from them. Oh, Schnookums! He was finished. <laughs> it was it was over. It was time to move on. The whole thing of stinks of you either want to progress as a football club. Like, I, I, I agree. Jordan Henry, this is a non story. And we're talking about it. it's a non story. You either want to progress, you either want Liverpool to function as a fantastically run business with all the players treated as they should be treated, or you want someone to stand up and say, Oh, you know, for the sake of what I did 10 years ago, I should be I should be more valued, and that should be the you know, that should be the measure of what, of what I get going forward. I mean, people genu- genuinely don't know what they want. No, it's my three year old daughter who's just insisting on trying to peek over the table, she will not go to sleep. Or oh, the said that you have a uh, a ghost of your daughter, Mohammed says, Pete, I've just freaked your daughter open by itself and then realised it's a little... But, um, no, you, don't, I... you don't want to move forward or you, or you want... I mean, people are not easily pleased. Oh, don't get me wrong, you have to value people's contributions, but you don't have... You don't put it in in the, in the value in terms of things going forward. You, sh- you show your appreciation, but at the end of the day, if you want to move forward and you want... You want to win a football club, I can't believe we're arguing over someone that effectively has two years... To run, yeah. I mean, no yeah. danger, and even and players up, come and go, like, yeah, you know, especially 33 year olds. When yeah. he's at the end of his contract, he's going to be 33, almost 34. 34 year olds leave football clubs, and yeah, but why, leave before but why are we even, but this is what I'm saying, why are we even talking about this? This, this because has, everybody no, seems to be going, I know, because but, about it. But, but there's no, if you actually read into the words that are said. There's very little foundation to what what is being said. There's it's just there's nothing being said. There's a be. lot of nothing. A lot of yeah, nothing is being said. This is what said. I'm saying. And and mm. like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> if it came to the end of the summer and Jordan Henderson has left Liverpool <laughs> Football Club because over a contract, maybe a one year extension, I'm literally, I'm literally. <laughs> it's uh, Shani sneaking in with Henderson. He's not in Spain. Shani, of course, is in Carrick on Shannon. Um, <laughs> but but if he leaves, if he leaves, right, um, like. I, you have to turn and go. What the fuck is going on? And and rightfully so, the club should be should be you know not, abused is the wrong word, but they should be called up over it and said, hold on a minute, what is going on here? Do you know what I mean? Like I seen a quote, I seen a quote earlier or a piece, a bit of written text earlier. I don't know who it's from, and it was like FSGC twenty twenty two as the year when they fully refreshed the squad. And I'm sitting there going, hold on, if that's fucking true, now come on. Do you know what I mean? There's only so much, there's only so far you can go before you actually have to start asking serious questions. But That's right crazy. now, right, right now, um, like I've seen Maddock and I've seen James Pierce and Ornstein, and it's all there's a lot of words in there that just turn you towards certain things. And listen, let's see actually something happen. Let's see Jordan Henderson or Liverpool actually say something, and then can, we can go from there. Can I ask a question? What well, what's it? What is it that uh, FSG done on? Um, Jenny Wijnaldum, that's they were very bold about. Like, what, what's uh, the big story that he hasn't come out and told everyone about? What what it, was that? It's not Andy. This is this <clears> is just a stick that people can use that want to find something to blame and the fact that they don't get shiny toys for Christmas every week. And this is all that is, right? No, it's like, I don't. It agree. is Gav. It is. I don't agree. I'll tell you I, why. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what I think it is. I think Jenny Wijnaldum 
was at Liverpool and his contract was running down and Jurgen Klopp most definitely wanted him to stay, right? Mm-hmm. He's on 70 grand a week, right? I think he goes and he wants, and they offer him, for argument's sake, 100 grand. And he says no. This is going back a year ago. And they come back again because there was big talk in January that he was going to sign a new deal. <coughs> and they probably went to 110 or wherever it might be. And Klopp is, wants this player to stay, wants this player to stay. And the club said to Klopp, there's no problem staying, but we're not doubling his wages at 30 years of age. It's as simple as that. And Klopp uh, had to turn around and go, well, listen, I want you to stay. I want him to stay. But we, I understand where you're coming from as well because you have to understand from all parties what's going on there. You know what I mean? Mm. When Adam has said nothing, and there's actually no quote that I can remember of Jurgen Klopp talking directly about Gino and Adam's contract situation. All he's done is salute the player and, you know, send him on his way with his best wishes. So that's what I think happened with Gino and Adam. Yeah. But, really, so- but, but, but the easy thing to do is to turn around and either blame Klopp and say, well, you, you mustn't have wanted him, right? Or you turn around and go, why didn't you pay for him? Why didn't you pay for him? If you put one them on 150 grand a week at 30 years of age, right? You're in a Jordan Henderson situation where Jordan Henderson comes on and goes, I'm on 150. Now I want 250. If you're going to double, let's start going at that ratio. Do you know what I mean? That's what happened with Wijnaldum, in my opinion. And that's just an unfortunate thing. I didn't want Wijnaldum to leave Liverpool. You know what I mean? So... It's just one of those things. I think Klopp wanted him to stay, but I think the club tournament, we, we'll, ha- we'll have him stay. But this is the rate. And Klopp had to hold his hands and go, well, yeah, he's probably asking for too much. What can I do here? And that was the end of it. Hmm. So, okay. like, there's, there, there's, I, that's a, I mean, there's no big story there, really. It's just the player valued himself more than, than the club. It was like when, I suppose, Milner left City. You know, he wanted more money. The, the the club weren't willing to pay him that and he got a free transfer and got the money he wanted. Is that yeah. not the same fucking yeah. thing? Yeah, he's he's now signing Paris Saint Germain and all you would say on north of 150 grand a week. Yeah. But I, I don't get the hate for it towards FSG. Like this is football. The, the key line in all these reports today was the club is run on a self-sustaining basis. The idea that FSG are pulling money out of the club and taking money out of it, go get your facts right. The club is run, the club, the, what it spends is what it generates. What it does, uh, everything it does is based around self-generation. The idea is that FSG don't, put, don't need to put any money in. They get their fund increases in value by having clubs that appreciate in value. They need the brands to be really profitable and really well run so that their overall value increases and people want to put money into their overall pot that's sitting there these are hedge fund managers they aren't there to pull money out of the club and they, they've never pulled money out of the club and if you don't believe me go and do some bloody analysis of the accounts and you can see that they don't pull out pull money out of the club right the money that we make goes back into buying players if we can't generate 200 million then we can't spend 200 million right we we you can see every single penny that's gone so but most I, clubs are like that i mean in fact like no manchester united are not like that well, in Manchester United, you know, certainly like that because they're paying the out dividends. Like dividends. There's a lot of a lot of money exiting the club, but it's yeah. it's clubs like Chelsea who borrow from their owner. You know, they're they're in a billion over north of a billion pounds in debt to their owner. Yeah. That has like lot by law has to be repayable on on sale on sale. I mean, that's that's just the way it, it has to happen. And and City are the other exception. But I mean, aside from that, every club can only spend. You can't just take money off a money special money tree. You know what I mean? And it, we're generating, does, looking at the it, revenue, 
we're generating more than most other clubs. Yeah, it's, it's a very it's, healthy, it's, a very healthy situation. It's mm-hmm. looking, it's looking to blame someone for your unhappiness that you don't get what you want. Right? It's, look, it's, it's yeah. looking to blame someone because we don't spend a hundred million, two hundred million on players every single year because that just isn't what the model is. Like by all means, if you don't want to support the type of model that FSG have employed to to, to build a club, you've every right to say, "I want a rich oligarch. I want a state-run club that just pumps billions in and are going to exploit F, um, the whatever FFP rules or fair play or whatever the rules that are in place, and that's what I want." And I don't like the FSG model and I don't want self-sustainable. But don't at the same time say that you're mad socialist and you think everyone should be equal and stuff like that because that's the complete antithesis of, of that I- ideal and preference. What we have is as close to what you're going to get in modern day super clubs yeah. of a socialist Let, Let's be honest about it. Most people out there, you know, most people just want, I mean, you look at the Newcastle situation. Newcastle fans, I've spent the last 15 years complaining that, you know, the club has been taken away from the people and Mike Ashley doesn't get the soul of Newcastle. And then with, as soon as they get a sniff of Saudi Arabian money coming in, they're crying because they basically the Premier League have blocked it. All they want, like, like most of the people, is for billions to be pumped in to their playing staff. So they've been a little bit exposed. Listen... I'm not going to stand here and say that if, if somebody came along and decided they were going to spend 300 million quid, you know, in one transfer window that I'd be complaining about. It. But let's not pretend to be something, you know, that that, that, that let's not pretend to be to, to have okay. these values that you just don't, you know, I agree with you. OK, I, I want to I want to move it along because we, some have said, can we move it along? And I think it's fair because yeah. um, Let, the last let's move it along. But just address that comment there. Look, we've been brainwashed by these owners. How can you believe billionaires? Uh, these people have no regard. Well, look, if they want to carry on uh, brainwashing us with Champions League finals, Champions League trophies, um, and league titles, then carry on brainwashing us. I yeah. love being brainwashed by silverware. Carry on. Develop the stadium, develop, uh, increase the value of the club, bring in fucking players, Jorgen Klopp, brainwash the shit elves, because that's what I want. The only okay. the only step from the only step you have from FSG is a Russian oligarch or a sovereign state. That's all you have. There's no there's no in between anymore because no tanks, no fucking tanks. That, that's all you have. Unless you unless you have somebody with massive, massive personal wealth, right? What about Jeff Bezos? A guy that sold Amazon or Amazon. whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, unless he was deciding, oh, do you know what? I'll buy them for, for three billion dollars and I'm willing to put another billion in. Now if he puts in a billion on top of that, it's no longer self sufficient. And you're then you're held to one man. And if that one one man walks away, and we always knew what FSG were, and they have faults. There's no doubt they have faults. And I kind of take offense to people when they say to me, oh, you defend them too much. I don't. I don't. I, I defend them when I feel, I don't even defend them. I just discuss any topic that comes up, whether good, bad, or indifferent. And there's been loads of bad that I've hammered them over. I went fucking apeshit in January. Everyone knows that. I went mad for fucking 31 days in January and a little bit of the 1st of February. And then I got over it. And that was because I felt they weren't doing what they should have. But at the end of the day, Andy's right. They, they produce, they absolutely produce, and it, and even at that, this this is all this is all for me a, a result of what happened last season and, and a frustration. And it, I have a, a frustration and in, in the injuries and and the, the, the lack of luck and stuff like that, and just a season where we still come toward, but it just felt empty. But I still look forward to next season. Going, if nothing changes, nothing 
changes on our playing staff was I'm fucking flying going into next season. I don't care who or anyone else signs. I'm flying. Can we move on? Can I talk to you about pretzels? <laughs> Do you want to wrap it into Chris Brax, which was what is the worst made you've ever had? So you can just, uh, what's the worst food you've ever had? So well, I can, tell you something. I can tell you something. I had a pretzel for the first time last night and they are horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. Lightly salted um, pretzel it was. Really? And it, it just said lightly salted on it. And I ate it and it was literally, I could have just, should have just took me sock off me foot and put it in salted my mouth. It was, it was just salted fucking, Horrible. Can I ask you now? Is, is this, is, was this a proper pretzel or was it a packet of pretzels? A packet of pretzels. Nah. You haven't had a pretzel though. I have. It said pretzel on the bag. No, no. I oh, just going back to this. A, a you haven't had a proper Indian meal until you've put your pretzel about that size, Gav. Ah, listen, this is just a miniature version. I'm only a small fella. Even but if you were, they're like, they're like bread. They're oh, not like no. those hard things you get in a packet. Oh, they were disgusting. I just wanted to tell you that, but he's going to move on to the next subject if you want. <laughs> Andy, what's your since you're you're a foodie? Um, I've seen your barbecues the way you get the sausages in the in the in the bowl underneath the barbecue. So, um, what <laughs> what what type of pretzels uh, or do you like pretzels? No, no, I'm with Gavin. I don't like pretzels at all. Making news, I think and Andy agree on food. They're so uh, they're so pointless. Yeah, have you had Horrible. a real pretzel? Yeah, like a big massive one that's real salty and it's kind of like a donut. Like the size of your head. Yeah, yeah. no, they're just... Uh, they're... No. No, they're not, they're not for me, man. Hey, no. you and pretzels now? Yeah, the pretzel, a couple of pretzels in Times Square in New York first time I went there just to see what it tasted like. You know, when you get there, you're like, oh, I want to see everything. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was like bread dipped in salt for too long. Now it was I appreciate that it was nice and soft and kind of fresh. I expected it to be hard, you know, like um like you'd see it's it a pack of pretzels. But no, but I expected like, you know, this hard stick a wood stick thing. But yeah, it was quite soft, but too far too salty. I mean it's hard to attack on a plate to be honest with you. What what you is your go what is your go to bready product? Oh that's a good question. Oh yeah, I missed that I do have to say like pastries. No, no, oh, bread. Bready, what's bread. Like a bready style product? Oh, yeah, I'd kind of had, I would have kind of had a pretzel in the pastry section, though, even though it is, bre- <laughs> is bready. Section of this shit off now, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what's your, what's your go to? Like, what is your, if you have a choice, what is it? Bread, boys. Yeah, yeah. Depends what's on it. Like, I done a barbecue the other day, right? And, um, I have this thing. Let's say the barbecue was horrendous. It's fucking. It was gorgeous, right? <laughs> yeah. But I'm not like notions, like you know, people putting stuff in tin foil and all, and sitting it there and let that fucking go for an hour and a half. Oh fuck off! Just no, do sausages and burgers and, and have the crack. You do. You do all that sort of stuff. No, don't barbecue. put that in tin foil. No, you do. You you lay it all out and all. Um, but anyway, I have this thing where I love um sausages with spice burgers on batch bread off a barbecue. <laughs> And it's fucking amazing. Trust me, lads. He's I'm missing out. He's I'm missing out. You see, this is where all the notions come because he live on the south side of Dublin. But honestly, lads, check it out. It's amazing. I'm not messing. Spice burger. Yes, yeah, spice burger. That's a vegetable. Are these one of these joint spice burgers? Well. Spice no. don't even qualify as a meat product. Um, do you put like what does it have to be meat that goes on the barbecue? No, but you're talking about then, like a barbecue. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I love you. So, so no, so yeah. I don't, I don't. You do some yeah, burgers, you do some sausages. No, this is, listen, listen, lovely. you'll be doing I this got yourself. A big cabbage on it. No, Come here, you'll be doing this next week in your backyard, <laughs> but you'll have a screen around just so only your neighbours see you doing it because you, you you do that stuff down your way. But seriously. Do your barbecue and get some spice burgers and just sit them on the barbecue. Do you know as the, as the heat's going out of the barbecue? Just mm. sit them on it there and for a couple of minutes and let it all. Oh, Generally, man. when the heat's gone out of the barbecue, I've finished eating. As the heat is going out. Like, no, as, as the heat is going stick out, on stick on the spice burgers and spice sausages. Burgers on. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean as the heat is going out? You know, like, you know the way it's roasting hot? Like yeah. when you put on, like it's ridiculously hot. Like you know when you, you, you know when you're you finished eating, Andy. Barbecues when they're that you know hot, you shouldn't be near them. You see, you Are see, you shuffling talk, back over the barbecue. No, this is a proper barbecue. I went out and bought. I actually bought the wrong call. I ended up buying like it was like burnt wood that I put into. But it was it looked grand. It was um, what you mean? Did you get great la- lava, great. lava rock kind of lasts. Great show yeah, for bagels. Great show for bagels. Jerusalem bagels from Red Fan 72. What a show. Bagels. Well, pretzel, pretzels are a Jewish food and bagels, bagels are a Jewish food. are the hottest the thing in the are, world. Oh, God, that was, bagels, I was, yeah. was going to oh, go there. They hold uh, very well. I'd say, now, if, if you wanted to attack a country, if you just toasted a load of bagels and threw them at the army, you'd take out half the army. Because oh, you they're be unbelievable. Loads of people don't know, anyone outside of Ireland probably don't know what a spice burger is. Um, no, just type in Walsh's spice burgers into Google <laughs> and you'll get everything you need there. Um, New sponsor in there. <laughs> spice burgers are designed to just soak up oil. That's what you put them in a defat fryer, they soak up oil. No, no, you never put a, if you never put a spice burger in a fucking deep fat fryer. That's what they're for. They're, they're, no, they're not. No, that's how the chipper. The, the best way to do a spice burger is on is either on the grill or, or fry them on a pan. Did you ever put crispy pancakes on your barbecue? I've never eaten pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> they just disintegrate, Andy. Lads, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to leave it here with the spice burgers. Seriously, next time you do a barbecue, you know when you do all your sausages and your burgers and they're all done, and then you go, well, I'm done, then just stick the spice burgers there and just leave them, and then come back a couple minutes later, stick them on batch bread with... Put a sausage in half, put the spice burger on, put all your dressing, whatever you want, on back bread. It's amazing. And the second thing God is... Puts, God it, puts fish fingers in his barbecue. <laughs> stick stick spice God. burgers in an omelette. Unbelievable as well, Mr. by the way. Board side, Mr. Board <laughs> Come here. If, so Andy's going... Andy, your bready product is just nothing. Gav's no. is... He's sticking well, spice burgers and sausages in a batch. So basically, batch. No, batch bread is my favourite thing. Like, Sorry, that was a long-winded way of telling you batch bread. Jesus wept. I said bready product. How many times bread do bread. I have to say bready product? Does a, does a, you know those waffle things you get? Do yeah, they count as bready? No. Uh, not if it's a potato If you go into, not a potato waffle, you fucking prick. When you go to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you go to one of those stalls in New York... Um, like the a proper waffle. They always have a, a waffle where you put yeah. ice cream on it and Nutella or Brand jam. cheese has, is, is it a blue waffle that you like? It's a Belgian waffle. <laughs> Belgian waffle. Belgian waffle. Like a huh? crepe, is it? I didn't, yeah, know, I didn't know his arm was back in business. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, those I know. It's, 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 York, yeah. it's, basically, it's basically pancake mix, but like a joint waffle of a pancake. Yeah. That's what mm. it is. And you get cream on top of it and you can get jam on top of it and honey on top of it and everything like that. They sell them in town. They definitely try them out. But I'm going yeah. with, for me, go-to bready product. If you have a choice, sourdough bread. That's just, it's 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 the most, it's delicious. 
and you can use it in so many different ways. It's perfect for making soldiers, which are which are boiled eggs, and it's also great for making French well, well, it toast. Doesn't, it, yeah, but it doesn't matter what way you fucking use it. You're just it is. It's it's, it's, it's a, a nice it's, it's a it's a multi-purpose bread, and you put a bit of butter on an old bit of sourdough. You can never go wrong. Toast it, not toast it. It's just the best. It's like what a, a it's, it's it's what fresh. a show. Gav, watch oh, what a show this black pudding. The most the Dublin. Yeah, yeah. The only, when we went to Colombia a couple of years, I couldn't believe they actually eat it too. I think they're the only other race in the world that actually eat black pudding. So no, I think, I think uh, don't they, you eat black pudding in the UK? Like if you, if you say yeah. put pudding on your breakfast, they eat black pudding. Whereas we've yeah. got black and yeah, white pudding. We, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we have white pudding. I don't think a lot of people use it. But yeah. anyway, the weather's meant to be lovely all week. Try the spice burger thing on your barbecue, and then come back to me before you start laughing because it's amazing. The weather's like it's it's for for Irish people now. This is, here, this is it's tough. the it's the absolute hands down hottest I've ever experienced in Ireland in Dublin. Was it twenty eight or something? hundred percent. Oh, I don't, I don't know. The car said thirty two today. It's um, the humidity of it all. I think. Yeah, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but um, we played golf on Saturday, and I've never played golf in such heat in in South Ireland. You know, mm. the only time I've ever experienced that was once or twice when we were away. Even at yeah. that. It's not normally as hot. It was at at half past eight in the morning. It was outrageous. Uh, the lads, like the lads on the putting green, were already drowned in sweat. Madness. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. It's the first time ever Ireland's had to deal with swamp jock. So, like in in Florida, any of the sports people all have to really struggle to adjust to swamp jock, which means that your your undercarriage is very wet all the time, and it gets like an awful, it gets really bad chaffing. Right, this is. Mm. I'm not even lying about this, right? So for the first time ever, Andy, we're having to deal with swamp jock, and it's not. It's not a comfortable thing because it's not handy to get anti-chaffing sort of creams and stuff like that to soak it up. You're lashing the Johnson's baby powder on you and everything when you're going out to, to try to keep yourself dry. It's 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 horrible. Do you know how you know? You just don't wear shorts. You're not allowed to wear shorts anywhere. I mean, here it's just normal. I mean, even in offices. Now, I'm not saying Liverpool shorts or Ireland shorts. I'm talking about like khaki shorts or you know even combat shorts. It's just a number. You, you, you guys dress, you know, for autumn in in summer, and then you complain about the heat. I mean, you've got a Ben Sherman on and maybe a t-shirt underneath it. Like, hey, my, my, my brother lives in Spain, and you can't wear you can't wear shorts in his village. Well, he, must, call, he, um, he must walk. I mean, he must walk in a coal mine. In, in his village, an actual village has banned shorts in Spain. No, it's not, it's you. If you're walking around, nobody wears shorts around the village. Like if you're wearing shorts, like uh, what? I'm actually not going to say the word because I'm, I I'm believe those singed pantalones. That's where he lives. I'm afraid if I say the word, it might be a racist word. I'm actually not sure what the meaning is, so I'm not going to say it. But anyway, you call that name. It's basically for you're a tourist. Um, no, like Geary's, they say, Geary's. But no, here... Yeah, is that a racist everybody, word? I don't know. No, no. It, it actually means like um, ma- like magpies that come to, to steal you. I think there's no racial right. connotation at all. Okay. But no, you can... You, 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 even if you're working for Facebook here, and you wear shorts and not a vest. Andy's just told us that his brother lives in Spain and in the village you're not allowed to wear shorts. Oh, come like, here. I'd be walking around me jeans and they'd be fucking why is, nobody, why is nobody wearing shorts? Because my brother just says, 
because the Spaniards all, they don't wear wear swimming shorts, they all wear budgie smugglers. Like there's not there's not a single one of them that wears normal swimming shorts. It's all they're just walking around in speedos constantly, right? Speedo Mick would just look like a normal bloke walking around that village. It's either jeans or speedos. There's no in between. Like that's that's just the way it is. Um. Are we within? There is. We, there is. Is this Mick that you're talking about? No, he lives, in, he lives in England. I don't know where shorts in his village. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's 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 brother number two. Um, <laughs> oh, shorts. <laughs> I can't get over you saying. I get that. I get him on for the pod uh, next oh, week. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If and you throw up, it'll be Nilo and a pair of glasses, <laughs> big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe it. this is unbelievable. Oh, um. Right, there's a story breaking at the moment that somebody has been arrested for... Um, oh, you know, uh, don't go there. Thing. And we're not going to discuss it, right? Because <laughs> Gav is hitting the panic button underneath the table, no, right? Don't. It's just, just absolutely no. hitting So it. much legal, no. <laughs> yeah, but in a completely unrelated story whatsoever, did anyone see the fella in Africa who was arrested for being a vampire? Yeah, I did see that. Actually. Did you? He was arrested... He was he's killed at least ten or fifteen kids, and he was he was supposedly feeding under blood and stuff like that. And they found him after a ten day manhunt. He was in a hole, and they pulled him out, and he was wearing an Everton jersey. You can't try it, right? Like honest to God, there's there's pictures of it in the paper and everything. I haven't like that. seen this. I, I put it. In, I sent it on to you. But honest to God, and uh, I was at a barbecue yesterday. It wasn't as fancy now as as yours with with spice burgers and sausage and sandwiches. I'd say he's had a show time as well. Come on. And I was talking to, to uh, the the uh, <laughs> talking to the fellow who one of the fellows there, and he turned out he was an Everton fan. And I started telling this, and he was just he was he had his head in his hands. He was just so sad. He said he doesn't know what's going on with the club at the moment. It's just you can't you can't. There's no words that can describe it. Um, but it's great. At least Rafa is there, and uh, we can <laughs> move along from that. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> where are we going to? Where are we going to after the Everton vampire spice burgers batch? Andy's shortlist town in Spain. Um, what are we going for next? Do we um, want to take a serious football question? Because somebody said even on Goldbridge he talks about football. No, he doesn't. Just shouts and screams at the television. It makes you it makes you go and do click on the things. The same as the journalists do. Um, yeah, but we're just talking about what people have put in here. Like yep. if, if it's all football, we talk all football. If it's not football, we won't talk football. Yeah. Um, won't so see Rafa wearing, Luke says you won't see Rafa wearing shorts, Andy. The, uh, oh, you do. You see oh, you do. all the time. Yeah. He just doesn't yeah. come from that village. So, what happens know. when they go? What happens when those people go on holidays from the village? Do, do they bring shorts with them so they can like? Do they take their two weeks and they wear their shorts when they're out of the village, or do they come back and like the sound if they've worn shorts? Imagine taking out the holiday pictures. What are you doing wearing them? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Where, I must. I must look into the whole history of that. Well, I, I don't know. I just say, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not wearing shorts. Right, lads, where are we going to next? Come on, um, people in the, the chats, give us a topic that doesn't involve um, shorts. allegations. 
our shorts at this stage. We've got vampires. Chair Cal Calabasco is banned from that village. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. <laughs> Norman asks. Norman asks your favorite player that we nearly signed but didn't. I.e. Costa Warrington Bowyer. Is there a player out there that we nearly signed that you loved and then we didn't? Conor Polanke. Conor Polanke. Yeah, yeah. It would have been great signing. The one for me is David Villa. I would have loved to see him at Liverpool. Yeah, it's a good show. When Rafa was there. That's the one player that I thought, um, when we look back at it, that's the one that could have made a massive difference to us because he mm. played in off the wing. We had Torres there as well at the time. And like we were, as much as Dorkout was a great workout horse and everything, like Villa was just top notch. Who did we get instead of Villa that time? Um, Antonio Nunes or something. No, no. Was, <laughs> what year second, was it? It was like 2008. Was it? Was it Mark Gonzalez? No, was was Torres at the club when we were linked with David Villa? No, I thought he was. No, this was before Torres, surely. No, because because David Villa was after Torres. Because mm. Torres breaks into the Spain team before him. Mm. We linked with David Silva as well. Yeah, that was. Damien Duff was a great yeah. show. because we actually that was the season we end up signing Al Hadj Juf mm. instead of Damien Duff. Um, wasn't Michael Loudrup linked to Liverpool heavily? Famously, yeah, in '83, yeah. straight from Ajax, I think. Uh, yeah. That would have, you know, that would have. Uh, how can Alex Teixeira be in your? That, like, how was he's that? A player, make, he just went to China, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he's for us, he's a player that you would he would have loved to see sign for Liverpool, but he didn't because he was. Yeah, but sure, surely, like you know, the player went somewhere else, and we actually got to witness how good he would have been for us. You know what mm. I mean? That's the a good one. Is Emelka, I think Th- that's 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 a good one. We, we can do this because uh, Andy is is the best at world games, and I think this could be one for us, Andy. If we had to pick players from our squad to do athletic events, because obviously this is led on from inside Liverpool, and look at all the lads being really big and powerful and strong. What yeah. would be the ideal activity for each player in our squad? So is this like yeah. is this this is like um, Olympic sports, basically? Yeah. yeah? Yeah, under original yeah. Olympic sports, not like you know, no, they do, no. they do, they do fucking mountain biking and all now in, in Olympics. No, no, let's stick to, stick to the core ones like the four by four hundred, like four by four hundred meter relay, for example. We've got four, pick four lads who would waltz away with the gold. Uh, Salah, away. yeah, Van Dyke, Mane, Mane, no, Salah, Man, Van Dyke. Van Dyke is unbelievable. <laughs> Chris Brack wheelchair racing for Kate and Chamberlain. That's <laughs> uh, um, the four by four hundred. I think it'd have to be. I I think you'd let Salah go first. Yeah. Um. Then he passes to Van Dyke, who just cruises yeah. around and keeps us ticking yeah. over. Yeah. Um. I think Gomez T- is fast. Yeah. I'd pull him mm. in there, and I'd, and Sadio to just <laughs> take him home. Pair at home. Yeah, that'd be my four. Definitely. That new big lad, throw him into a wrestling ring. No one has beaten him. Konate. Yeah. So just big. Thrown, lads. Just thrown. Lads. It's going to be carnage next year with him. I jump John Matip. Yeah, he has, the, he has the body frame for it. You know that yeah, real sort does. of long, lanky, yeah. long body frame for it. The great yeah. show. Um, Henderson, I'd stick him in dressage. You know, not show jumping now. You know, the ones that they make the horses prance around the oak. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ten thousand yeah. meters, Andy Robertson. Yeah, walk away with it, Eamon Coughlin style. 
walk away with it. Fella is relentless. Um, yeah, Henderson would have to be good at the whole long distance thing as well. Yeah. Would it be Tiago fencing for Tiago? Tiago oh. deadly at the fencing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Early. Shaq for the pole vault. I would have gone more for the can, cannon fire. You know, the ones where he used to stick people in the cannonball and shoot Shuffle. No, I, I think he'd be brilliant at what's the one where you swing the thing, the ball on the is a shot, is a shuffle? No, you swing the oh. ball on the chain. Oh, um, yeah, hammer throw, hammer, hammer throw, throw. Yeah. Yeah. on the hammer throw. I think he'd be deadly. That's mm. the um, hammer. Who, what else? What else? The triple jump and long jump, isn't there? <laughs> Oh, what a shot. Bajan pops Milner for the marathon. What a shout that is. Yeah, Milner what just would, goes uh, Trent. Um, oh, um, archery. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to yeah. say. I think he has precision. I think I go Some with marker. Trent for the archery. Yeah. Um, who, what else? There? There's the pole vault, isn't there? The pole vault. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm frozen here. Yeah, no, you're okay. frozen. Yeah, you're fine. No, you're you're fine. Right. We can hear you now. What would Bobby do? Um, Bobby, you do. You know, you know, in the, you know, in the, um, in, in the, oh, the, the gymnastics. Mar- some the, martial art. No, I think in the gymnastics. Mm. You know what you do the gymnastics, and you have the string, and you yeah. jump around <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. string. Bobby would look elegant doing that, man. I think yeah, he's fucking dead looking doing that. Um, I definitely, I think Bobby would be amazing at that. Bobby did, we say, did we pick one for Thiago and Fabinho? I, I said fencing for Thiago. Fencing definitely, yeah. Okay. Long jump uh, for Fabinho. Yeah, long jump is a good one. Yeah, <laughs> long jump, because you have to be really tall and long legs. And Fabinho's legs are massive. They're like go-go gadget legs. He'd be able to just stand and just step off it. Um who do we have? Anyone? Oh, the volleyball, the beach volleyball, the doubles. Um, I definitely have Allison in there. Yeah. Um, but probably Robertson. I think he get around and throw himself around a bit. And Allison would be just powerhouse. So I yeah. go with them too for the beach volleyball. Eight hundred meters for Bobby. Rowan. Would there be anyone that could do the Rowan? We haven't mentioned swimming, and you always see loads of swimming at the Olympics. It goes off about yeah. a week, and it's nonstop. Like we must have some decent swimmers. I'd say Curtis Jones would be deadly at the swimming. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Why? I just do. He looks like he has that physique to be a good swimmer. You know, not not small, tall enough, lean. Actually, you know, Shakiri yeah. would be great at the female gymnastics. Because he but has you can't that, say that. Sw- What? Can't get that you image out of can't just get him in there into the female thing. That doesn't work. Can you not know? 2021. No. You seem to be able to pick your agenda these days. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have, a, I have a topic. If go you on. want to move on, go on, go so on. I seen this thing the other day on um on on the the World Wide Web, and it seemed to emanate from uh, um Australia, and it was basically should we ask our toddlers for permission to change their nappies? Oh. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't get over it, and I thought this is a wind up, right? So I went and I I just yeah. googled it. And there was actually real, real news stations running like six, seven, eight minute reports on this about how we should be asking our kids, um, is it okay to change our nappies? I just, I don't know what to do anymore. I am convinced there's two things, right? The people who are actually involved in this as parents have obviously smoked way too much, right? Because anyone that has a toddler, anyone that has children, 
and has lived through the nappy stage will understand why you, you are incapable of asking a fucking two-week-old baby, do you want your nappy changed? Or can I have your, my, your permission to change To it? change your nappy. Like, if you don't change your nappy, social services will be around your house and you won't be seeing your kid for much longer. Like, it's, it's, it's outrageous. This stuff is insane. Insane. Well, uh, Dave um, Lennon puts one in the thing, have we seen the pregnant man emoji? I don't yeah. understand it. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like, why do we need a pregnant man emoji? Is there someone? Yeah. Can someone please tell me why we need a pregnant man emoji? Why? These are going too far. They are. They're going too far. What's they? it for? I can't, I, Andy, I can't ever think of a message I'm going to send you a pregnant man emoji. No. Outside no, of me no, just really. sending a pregnant. Yeah. As David Lynn says, what happens though, Gav, if the toddler says no to get... Oh, you just leave them in the nappy, man. Oh, it should be the toddler asking you. Like... I mean, we've all been there fucking shit everywhere, like, you know what I mean? There's no one around, and you're on your own trying to deal with this crap, like, and no matter where you, you move, the fucking kid moves, the sh- oh, well, it should be them asking you for permission. Well, I just thought it was a bit mad when I seen yeah. it, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's a bit I just, I just don't get it. Just don't get it. Like, I cannot understand why you would um, ask a toddler who can't talk to you, would you like your nappy changed? Olivia if you asks, don't, the world is changing this conversation if this was played back to us now in 10 years we'll all think we're mad things like you know it become, it's got to become no, the norm that the kids in parliament mad. yeah debating yeah. Yeah. Olivia asks if LFC were down 1-0 at half time in the Champions League <clears> final which personality would you want to give the half time speech for him it'd be David Goggins who's David Great Goggins joke. I don't know who David Goggins is. It's a great question. But if you had a personality, um, if you had, if I had a personality, no, if you had one, (laughs) if you had, if you could pick one famous person, um, yeah, which famous person would you pick to give a halftime speech if you're one nil down in the Champions League final? Liverpool, I first of all, you're only one nil. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I mean, Liverpool have been in worse situations. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? But um, God, who would you want? Other than Klopp. Do you know what I mean? Other than Jorgen Klopp. I think that's a very hard question. Mm. It's a brilliant question, Olivier. I think it depends on the on who the opposition is. There's a there's a massive range right, of Okay, so let, let okay, so one nil down to Manchester United in the Champions League final. Yeah. Okay. Um um the only thing that can save us is a big personality, famous or otherwise, come in and give a speech. To help us win the game, who would that personality be? Does this personality have to be kind of outside of football? Because, like, you know, obviously you're going to be looking at. Yeah, well, you wouldn't managers. pick like another manager. You, you, you're yeah. thinking, so I presume you're looking at someone in the celebrity world or some, you know, in, in that sort of realm. But um, it could be anyone. It could be like your dad, because your dad does a deadly speech. Mm. You know, he's, he's done speeches at 11 weddings and he's never let you down or something like that. It could be something like that. Um, there's loads coming in. Um, Morgan Freeman has got a show. Uh, Bob Hayes, of course, has got a show. Mel Gibson. Um, Mel Gibson uh, gets a show in there. Uh, Phil Mitchell gets a show. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Adams. Jerry Adams gets a show. Okay. Um, Imagine him saying, don't fucking lose. For the same reason, you'd want to get Ian Paisley into roar. Like, if you were just a bit sleepy or whatever, just him start roaring at lads, like to just get out there and just be terrified, not to play well in the second half. So, 
that's just for a bit of balance. The late Sean Connery gets a show. Yeah. Um, Gok Wan gets a show. Uh, I think that's a very hard question, you know, because you have to think of, like who's better than Young Papa doing that speech, you know, sort of way. Gok Wan would be interesting. Um, somebody's put Vince McMahon in there because they're all d- about WWE, they're, they're not real people. Um, Al Pacino, Denzel Washington. I'd want Denzel Washington, yeah. Definitely. Would you want Denzel Washington? Do you not think Denzel Washington just H plays the same? <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we got, we got eight black players in the room. I think they've been inspired, inspired by Denzel. I don't, because I think if you get behind Denzel Washington, he plays the same role in every single film. <laughs> right? So I think if he comes so which, in... Which, which Denzel Washington do you want? Do you want Training Day Denzel Washington? Which is what I would want. I'd want Training Day Denzel Washington. It's the same Denzel Washington. Like they're basically, they know what type of speech he's going to give. I want somebody to come in and um, I, 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 I wouldn't... <laughs> um, David Brent. David Brent. <laughs> Stone Cold is the right answer. Stone Actually, Cold. Yeah. You know that program that he does? Oh. Um, Catch You Down the Road, whatever that's called. He's amazing <laughs> on that. Do you know oh, what I'm talking no. about? No. Is that the one where it's an obstacle course? Yeah. 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 And they, yeah. they've just got these animals all over uh, America, like running up hills and fucking it's, uh, it's horrendous. Like, look at what they did climbing fucking poles and all sorts of shit. And it'd be fucking bollocks, thing, like Stone Cold, like just like encouraging the whole way around. And then if you don't win, you should like, catch you down the road. It's brilliant. <laughs> 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 I've seen a few for Jared Butler out 300. If you're going to go that route, you're going to have to go with the better one, which is the Russell Crowe out with Gladiator. The only problem yeah. is if Russell Crowe rocked up to the changing room now, <laughs> he'd have to yeah, wheel him in. Get through the bleeding door. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have the same impact. Um, well, if he hit the ground, it would. <laughs> Ryan Tuberty. Um, that would be insane. Father Ted um, gets a show. John Father Cleese Ted. gets a show. Yeah. John Cleese is not a John Cleese not a bad show. <laughs> Gem O'Doherty. <laughs> if everyone gets a slap, Gem O'Doherty. You yeah, yeah, better yeah. <laughs> 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 um, All right, so um, so Gav, you're going for who are you going for? Some of the, the shows I think it's you? hard. I I I I don't know. I don't know who who would pick. You know, I'm thinking of someone that the players would take seriously, <laughs> but isn't football related. I think Batman is very very hard. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, Batman gets a show. Uh, Jim Royal gets a show um, from the Royal Family. Basil Brush. Engelbert Humperdinck gets a show. Um, Rocky, just for what the Everton fans. Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Like in all seriousness, I think it's I think it's very, very hard to do. I think it's you probably show. need somebody you probably need someone that's done it at the very, very top out of our sports, I think. Oh, but then Vince Lombardi. You know, I think... Phil, tell me Vince Lombardi. Yeah, Paul O'Connell's not not a bad show. Paul O'Connell's bad. Vince Lombardi's... If if anybody watches any documentaries on Vince Vince Lombardi, in terms of one-liners and Gene lads up, he's the one all day. Shanks modelled himself after Vince Lombardi, so that's where... That's a a good spot to go if if you're going to bring a sports person in. Um, Gordon Ramsay would be great, yeah? Screaming his head off just at lads. Yeah. Yeah. Veranda Cheese, that's somebody else put that into the comment. That <laughs> whatever it is, and why isn't Phil talking talking about his Mandela effect now? Um, 
because we talked about it before. We're not going to go back and start talking about it again. Phil Jackson, that's a great show what from, a, from that one is. of a different sport. Um, but I don't know. If, if we're talking about 1-0 down, Klopp is probably the man to do it, isn't he? Yeah. Like, think about the, 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 who, yeah. who are you? There was There was a manager um, in Hurling going back a couple of years ago. Um, I think his name might have been Cody. Yeah, he's still team. there. Brian he's Cody's still there. Is he still there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be a good show because oh, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's done it all. Um, mm-hmm. But fair play. Um, can we go home now? Um, no. One more topic. Okay. Lance Lance Armstrong. No, free word. No, fair play, no, Lance. no. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> Not him. Um, <clears throat> right, one more topic, lads. Um, and we'll do a random one. Do we want to do a football related one to finish it off, or do we want to go? Well, I had a quick football one. If, on. if well, people throw in random stuff, um, the player you're looking forward to most in Liverpool's pre season because they've confirmed another two games today, haven't they? Um, Athletic Bilbao, I think, at Anfield, and then the following day, I think, Osasuna. Play... No, it's the other way around. Osasuna is first, and then Athletic Bilbao because the Osasuna is the Osasuna is a tribute, tribute. game to, to Michael Robinson. Michael Robinson yeah. So ah, I'd say, I'd, I'd say, you'll have celebrities and not celebrities, but you know, ex footballers turning up to play that. Mm-hmm. I would be amazed if Aldo doesn't turn up to play some part in it. And Graham Jones will be there, his best friend in the world. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd say we'd see like the, there'll be some of the older players, but it's probably that's going to be more closer to some type of maybe one half with some of the players and the other half down with some of the ex players and stuff like that to, to, yeah. from both sides. Cool. Um, so I'd say um, Elliot, Saul, um, Curtis Jones, Canate, the massive Virgil player. Van Dyke. I just want to see oh, minutes absolutely. in Lutley. All over that. I like the Elliot I do like mm. the Elliott show, but the one for me, I think, I think it has to be Sadio Mane. Mm. I think I have to see him back after a rest and and flying again. He um, wants to see just there, just there him more than you want to see him. Yeah, Sadio Mane wants <laughs> that to happen more than anybody else. Um, for me to well, be happy, I don't know who I'm looking forward to seeing in preseason. I, I, I don't. I, I, what I like preseason for is the random lads who have great preseasons, and I always think to yourself. I wonder now if he'll get a sniff and then you never see them ever again. Markovic nice is coming back for preseason. Is he, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's he bringing the water? Carrius, a lot of excited want to see Carrius in preseason. Fair play. Um, Nabi to see if he's not injured. Yeah. Um, Awanyi, this fella Awanyi, those pictures that have been coming, everyone's talking about how big of a monster um, Kanate looks like, right? But oh, Taiwo yeah. Awanyi looks like the biggest player we've ever had. And he's yeah. only about, yeah, like, he's been on loan for the last four years and he's just massive. And yeah. I'm really taking on, if you wanted, if you wanted somebody completely different, Hulk that's smash. the, that's Hulk the smash. just, you know, if he, he just, pace, if he has pace and he's supposed to have pace and he can smack a ball, I'm like, give him a game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a great show. That's a great show by Norman. Um, the yeah. Polish kid, Musielowski. Musielowski. Uh, oh, he's... Oh, anything I've seen of him, he looks we absolutely We really lost him to Arsenal, didn't we? Oh, yeah, Arsenal. yeah, he signed his first professional deal during the week there. Um, he's... he's What a player he is. I, I have to say... How old is he? 17. 17, 18. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure I have to say, 
for me, I actually don't really care about these preseason matches. One thing I've learned over the last five or six years is that preseason under Klopp is really irrelevant and mm. it's all about gearing up for the open day of the season. I'm way more excited for the start of training camp with the, with the Bears and the first preseason friendly on August the 14th just to see Justin Fields playing. Like that to me, I'm more excited about that. But that's, I've been waiting for that for ages. So um, that's where I'm going with that one. So Justin Fields is the player that I'm most looking forward to seeing in preseason. Did we get any random stuff before we go? Um Biggest, uh, I think Chris Brack asked what's the biggest thing we've fallen for, our biggest um, joke we've fallen for. Um, Paul Pesky Salido being on a Canadian coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Karen Brady's so, husband. So, <clears throat> there's a guy in here, um, he's in the chat, he's been in tonight, um, Olivier, and we were talking one night, we are on a draft, and we were talking about players, and Paul Pesky Salido come up, I think it was a draft or a quiz, or, it might have been a quiz. Um, Olivier said to me, Jesus, Paul Pescicillito, you do know he his face is on the fucking pound coin or something or whatever in Canada. And I was fucking amazed by this. I thought it was the best thing I've ever heard. And I was like, are you for, are you for real? And he was like, yeah. He says, like, he's an absolute hero in Canada. Like, you know, and I was like, that is fucking amazing. And um, I just went about my business thinking Paul Pescicillito was on the 50 pence coin in 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 uh, Canada until he told me a week later it wasn't and I was absolutely devastated that's probably one of the biggest things I've fallen for live on here by the way Andy no something has to have gotten you no I remember <laughs> such a no. liar well, no, yeah. <laughs> nothing gets me nothing. no no I wouldn't know that hasn't me dad used to tell me that you could hear the grass growing and when he told me this story, he says, listen, and I swear I heard the grass growing like, because he was so convincing. I think it like, was a grasshopper or something making noise. I said, there is now. That's the grass growing. Uh, for years, I just, you know, that that was uh, that was just like, okay, that's a given now. And I went around telling people that, and then people were kind of believing it as well. You know what I mean? But that's how rumors start. But that, that's the off the top of my head, that's about it. Okay. Pete, what did you fall for? Well, I heard today, that you thought you, I thought you were a singer once. Exactly today. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, I, I fall for. I, I, I fall, I, I'm I, as you know, Phil. I'm so gullible, so gullible. You know, somebody gives me a bit of news. It's more about hope than expectation, especially when it comes to Liverpool. And I tend to jump in. Oh yeah, we're signing him. Happy days. And then I look on the internet, and yeah, it's April one or something. I, I fall for that every single day. Every single day. I don't believe anything. So. Very rarely, you never did. We must so have just don't believe it. Like, you could see something live and just now nah, that didn't happen. I'd, yeah. I'd be, but I think that's why that's that's what normally you, you know, I kind of doubt everything first, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, even no. there recently, you see that thing with the uh, I share just is they that they can actually change the advertising boards depending on what country you're watching in, yeah. yeah. You can. yeah. Yeah, and even though, like, even though that there's a video to show you the technology and how it happens and how they do it, and it's a fully, full explanation, I still don't fucking believe. It. I I thank Gab with that, and Gab done the research. Gab, I know you did. No, you I couldn't believe it, and it wasn't me. It was somebody else that came in and said, "Look, this is how it works," and it was like, um, it was unbelievable. Um, it was, it was really? do not put that comment up. I know exactly what you're laughing at. Do not put that comment up. Um, the, the board, the board says, <laughs> the board says, a red circle around you if you pissed in the swimming pool. No, I, I, I remember years and years ago being told the swimming pool water tones blue, 
if you if you're pissed in it. Yeah. I remember that. Oh yeah, you'd be still absolutely shit. Still now, still now, just in case. Yeah, like they, just they case, actually yeah. put that in, like you know, that that's, yeah. a, that's a real thing. Yeah. The, the lads here, Phil Mandela, affect tinfoil hack. Casey believes nothing. <laughs> the certain, the t- Mandela effect is real. That's a great show from Red Steve. That's it's a real. Great show. There's a difference between not believing something and something being real. It's like it's like well, I don't even know what this is. No, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a theory that says that the, his, the different versions of history. It's like it, there's a blip and it changes every time you remember something. You remember it differently because of this blip. I mean, Phil explained, and again, it's another one where I was like. I think I need to read that book again. I remember the, the Mandela effect stands for there's, a, there's, a, there's a millions of people who remember the death of Nelson Mandela being announced yeah. in the 1980s, before, well before he died, because obviously he was subsequently freed and became the president of South Africa. And I remember the news report, right? So I'm one of those people that's there. And the, it's the Berenstain Bears or the Berenstein Bears, right? So that's that's go and look it up Andy it's there otherwise I could be here on you know there's there's something just occurred to me you know like there's always someone you know who tells stories that they were there for but you know they weren't there yeah and they tell the stories so often that they absolutely have fully convinced us that they put themselves in that position so often that they were there in greystones that that when they're challenged they were like (laughs) no I I was there you Mm -hmm. weren't there I was there you weren't there I, I definitely was there, and you, you can tell at that point, like they're they're actually telling the truth. It's so you yeah. know they they fully believed themselves that they were there, that they told people so for so many years that they were there for something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, could be, could be a thing. <laughs> no, or <laughs> the people mixing Nelson Mandela up with Steve Beagle. To be quite honest, with you. they don't know their Black History, so they're just mixing, mixing, mixing little no. up. No. No, this isn't. This is this is a racism thing, now, Pete. Right? This is a, this is a straight up. This is a memory thing, and it just changed. Right? It's like when people say about the, the, the that line in Star Wars, "Luke, I am your father," and then you go back and you look at it, and they changed it, and it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> What's Kevin right? Sullivan talking about there? Um, oh, God. I don't, I have I have, I know what he's talking. Yeah, about. no, we know what he's talking about. Like, yeah. I don't know why people keep most on most there. important. There was there was a question earlier on. Just so you know, <laughs> fair play, D. This is one that was I wanted to get to ask. Andy, is that what we didn't for... talk about earlier? Yeah, mm. Andy, oh, there's, right. there's, okay. there's a genuine question there. Do they play football with pants in that village, or do they wear shorts when they're playing football? Oh no, like like the <laughs> I'm talking about just going. No shorts allowed in this village. No, I'm talking about just going around. Going around in shorts, like obviously you're allowed to wear shorts if you're running or playing football or something. But if right. you're just going about your business wearing shorts, that's just an on, it's amazing. an on runner. You don't see anyone doing that. Yeah, bossman still points out that um, spice burgers are twelve percent beef. Yes, they are. What yeah, they that's what I mean. They're not even a, be- a meat product. Barbecues yeah, are all about meat. You're never gonna have a vegetarian barbecue, are you? Well, yeah, but you see people putting corn on the cob on barbecues. Yeah, I put corn on the cob on the barbecue myself tonight, but, but then I put that's not me. Chicken on it, didn't I? Yeah, but I put I put me spice burgers with a load of sausages. What's the difference? There's fuck all meat and sausages either. No, there is. It's like there is the ones I buy. <laughs> oh yeah, where do you buy them? Yeah, not your Mogherly. tenement ones. Mogherly from the Mogherleys only buy meat in Dublin. Denny only the best. <laughs> <laughs> More meat and good Friday. It's no peace allowed in that village. 
<laughs> Dan J says they play everything in speedos. That would be exciting itself. Uh, somebody asked everyone what's, what, what, what's in white pudding that isn't in black pudding. It's the blood. Yeah, black pudding is is you're getting your the, the sort of winey color is blood, um, and blood is yummy when it's made up in, in black pudding. You can't beat a bit of blood, um, and then the white pudding is made up of suet and other stuff, barley and bits and stuff. Anything you can find on the ground, really. Anything just yeah. to fill up the last bits of meat that they crunch up and throw it in, and that's the white pudding. So I always go for the old black pudding. Uh, you can't go wrong with that bit of blood into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this sham, David Lennon. <laughs> Uh, with gammon and eggs <laughs> they will learn of course um, do you want to tell them what that's in relation to Andy uh, gammon. Without, na- without naming names uh, okay so I won't name the establishment alright so me and Gav um, uh, someone in the comments there were talking about going well, yeah, we're going to play golf in the, in the north of Ireland in Great Britain on uh, Sunday and we were saying, will we stay over or not? So uh, <laughs> a hotel was recommended. So yeah, the group was great. So I said, fair enough. I'll, I'll have a look. No. Oh, well, now, can I just stop you there? You, right. you, the establishment what, what establishment was recommended. You didn't say to yourself, ah, Grant, I'll have a look. There's no fucking way you've done that. You went, I'm going on here and I'm going to find everything I can on this place <laughs> that I can absolutely hammer David Lennon with for hours on end. That's what happened. Well, the first thing... <laughs> The first thing they jumped out, there was no online booking facility. You actually yeah. had to fill out an application form. You had to send them a letter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we all know what that was trying to suss out first. <laughs> <laughs> so then so then I looked at the menu. And yeah. the first thing I seen on the main courses was gammon, uh, steak, and eggs. Gammon, uh, steak, and it said, was it gammon, steak, and it said served with? An egg and like a, a, and like a, a, point, a ring of pineapple or something, and I nearly puked, nearly puked in my mouth. And I says, I says to Dave, I am not staying in that place. Can you recommend anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> Even like if we ordered something totally different off the menu, but somebody else happened to order the gammon, like uh, an egg and pineapple, like, or they just got absolutely sick. <laughs> The sight of it, the smell of it. There's no way I was, and then sleeping in it as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not sleeping in a hotel that serves gammon and eggs. Yeah, it's just not happening. And then, and then he's like, "Sir, what's wrong with it? Like, it's like if you never have bacon and eggs." I was like, "Yeah, for breakfast, then, but not a main course. Not your, you're literally." Your dinner, your main meal of the day, you're going to sit down and eat gammon steak. Like, seriously. No food culture in Northern Ireland. You know, you need to. That's a bit harsh now. They, they, and I'll tell you why. Because no. they invented they invented potato farts. And I'm not having that against them because potato farts are one of the nicest things you can have with an old fry. They're like little parts. They're sort of like before they invented potato waffles, they're like little sort of slips of potato that you can throw in the toaster instead of putting... They meant to, meant to grill them or fry them, whatever it is, right? And but do we take call them, them potato cakes? Mm, no, because they're potato cakes. make them. Potato cakes are thicker, right? Mm-hmm. Potato farts are just like slim. Instead of using bread, you can have potato farts. Bleeding <laughs> gorgeous, they are. Absolutely gorgeous. So. <laughs> the, the picture of the hotel that I found then, there was literally uh, like 
eight security cameras across the front of the building, like <laughs> not even just one in each corner. Like there was, was just cameras. Yeah, I think he, he it, didn't, it didn't go. It didn't go well to Dave. Go well for Dave. Let's just say. Oh, he's like this place. No, this place is good. Like, there was a good point. Nice field. Uh, good place to stay in, <laughs> and in, the heart, in the heart of the village. And uh, I was like, in the heart of the village. They, could they wear shorts? Look, why would you need eight cameras outside the hotel? Come why on. Why would you need one? Yeah. <laughs> the gammon themes are everywhere. <laughs> gammon. Gammon. Just gammon is just a madman. I, I don't get gammon at all. Ah. Serious, I, I can actually. I, I think I can smell it right now. <laughs> I know, it's yeah, no, that's the grass growing. <laughs> that's the grass growing. You can smell no food culture. No food culture. I remember my mom making me gammon steaks when I was younger, and like the, oh, ne- not once in my adult life have I ever thought to myself, no. Do you know what I'd love now? A gammon steak. It's just like a huge, big, horrible fat rasher, like but without, without the nice parts of the rasher. You know the round part. There's not a round part at the front of the rasher. It's just mm. a joint one of them. Yeah, it's just. Oh, yeah. Imagine vulnerable. eating that, like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they live Caracol in the Um Okay, so lads, thanks for all your comments tonight. Um, so many of those comments we couldn't read out for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> we're quite, we're quite clear. <laughs> we're quite clearly aware of what's been going on online and all the rumors that have been flying around. Um, but we obviously can't speak about stuff like that. So, um, thanks for that. Um. Lads talking about Scouse Point and stuff like that. Scouse mm. Point, I'm just telling you, is just a really shit version of an Irish stew. Um, so there you go. I'm sure. I like Scouse. Uh, Scouse is nice. It, 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 again, yeah. it's it's, it's like not, it's, not as good, it's, it's not as good I'm as stew. I'm gonna try a potato farrel though. Potato farrel is yeah. definitely. Yeah, you you would like a potato farrel. Where do you get them? Yeah. Uh, you can get them in Super Value. Mm. Okay. They're in a packet. They're in a packet. Oh, so you can get them in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, so they're just a normal shop thing. Okay. In fact, the next like time, don't try bash. Get, get a good potato farrel and stick in a spice burger. Two. And sausages. how are these stored in the shops? Like, am I going down the cold oil here? Am I going? What am I going down? It's in the. Uh, like, are they held in the fridge? Are they? No, the potato farrels are in the sort of bready oil. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are they? No, I'd say they're chilled. Am I thinking of the soda farrels? No, they, these would go off. They would go off. No, they are. No, they're in. They're in the. I'll, I'll dig you out a pack of Gavin. I'll send it over to you in the post. Oh, right? cheers, Pat. Are they not kind of moist? Ah, no. Hang they, on a second. They're, it's still not, a bit early for moist things on a podcast. Yeah, this isn't the only fans, the dry, Andy. No, no. If they're in the dry <laughs> section, it have to be in it. Like a, you know, one of those uh, sealed bags. They're in a seal, sealed bag, but as far as I know, they're in the bready section. So. Oh, yeah. um, uh, yeah, lovely, lovely Gav. Lovely I'm gonna Gav. try them. Just ask the lady. I'm going to shops tomorrow. Talk to the lady in the shop and say, "Where is the potato farrels?" <laughs> in your relation to Mick Farrell, no. <laughs> yeah. They're down beside the gammon steaks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, okay, uh, that's been the forum. They're nice uh, with fried eggs. Okay. <laughs> I don't eat fried eggs, but thanks. I know you gammon steaks with fried eggs and pineapple oh. with, with fried eggs. Imagine right? eating a gammon steak. <laughs> like, seriously, honestly, like if you're eating gammon steaks, you need to have a look at yourself. Right, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen no. to me. From Pete over this side of Barcelona. Say goodnight, Pete. Good night, Pete. <laughs> from Gav up in this side of the world because he was down the bottom he's now up the top mm-hmm. yeah, over I here, started off down there 
I know, yeah. That's Gav. Gav is going to be back on um, tomorrow night or one of the nights. Gav's always on. He just loves his new mic, so it's great. And right up above me. That's is, the thing. Uh, there, 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 he's, he's gone. Yeah. Well, right up above me here is Andy Young. Hey, Say goodnight, Andy. Goodnight, so Andy. I'm putting my hand up your arse. Um, that's been the forum. I've been your host, Phil Casey. Uh, thanks for all your questions tonight. It, it drove the podcast along um, and gave us something to shout about because obviously everyone, and, and I could even say after 20 minutes, everyone's getting sick of talking about Henderson and FSG and stuff like that. So yeah. it's been nice to break up what's going on. I'm going AWOL for the next two weeks. So you don't have to put up my Johnny Bravo slash Elvis slash... Um, Morrissey. Morrissey. You're going to post pictures though, of course. Just put a picture of Morrissey. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> going, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm going to do a big race at the weekend and I'm going to send loads of pictures and I'm going to send them all to Gav as well just because Gav loves pictures, right? Um, and then, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna send them. Going on I'm going to send I'm going to send them from the top of the mountain and everything just so all you right. have it, right? Um, yeah. So, oh, there goes an ambulance. Um, right, so that's be So I'll be gone for the next two weeks so he's going to get on with having proper podcasts without me. And um, in the meantime, Gav, what have we got, got going on for the rest of the week? Um, I don't think there's anything tomorrow. Um, Tuesday night, I don't think there's anything. <clears throat> Wednesday's the midweek fix. Thursday is the carnage transfer agenda stuff. And Friday, we have pre match and post match shows. Tell you that midweek fix is getting better and better every week. Really, mm. really good. Getting better this week. I'm not on it. Yeah, that was great last week. Great last week. Really, really. Did you get asked on? Did you? No, 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 no. He's calling Roger because he hasn't been asked on that yeah. show yet. No, no, no. It was on it was on no. a couple of weeks ago, but no, it's getting better and better every week, I have to say. Jamie's yeah. on the bar. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. It, it. It's, Phil, it's, you were you were on it, weren't you? No, I, I wasn't on it, Andy. I, I'm like you. Just because we're we're shit at this, so they don't, we don't get asked on. But to be fair, I was asked on yeah, was, asked on last week, but you weren't, so uh, I didn't yeah. want to make you feel bad. I was just trying yeah. to make you feel. Well, that's, <laughs> all right. that's okay. That's so, okay. Yeah, have that, me back. Uh, Dan Jay says no post match tomorrow, Gav. No, we're not going to do anything with regards to them two matches. They're only thirty minute matches, aren't they? Tomorrow, so yeah, we're yeah. just going to um, watch them and enjoy them. And um, we might, if look, if something comes up, we might come on tomorrow night. We've not planned for tomorrow night, but the midweek fix on Wednesday. I think the I think transfer stuff towards the end, then the pre and post match on Friday. And uh, new shows, Gav. Are you going to be walking people through what the new shows look like, um, or what's the story there? Um, yeah, you'll get the first look of what our new shows will look like. Then they don't, they won't all look the same. Um, but the, on Wednesday, the midweek fix on Wednesday will be the new, the new software and the new design we're using as a trial run. Um, so I won't be on. I'll be trying to produce it in the background and try not to make a mess of it. Um, but like it's, this show, the the fatback four, the carnage midweek fix, they'll all be on this new software come next season. They all look different um, to each other, and they all look very different to what you're looking at now. So, um, of course, you've got the pre-match and the post-match stuff coming up next season, and you have a Friday night. Um, show with Avi and Connor where they literally talk about every sport under the sun um, for an hour or an hour and a half which is looks like a cracker and if and, you don't get Ric Flair on I'm going to be very upset and uh, and um, my show we're starting my show aren't we at some stage yes your show yeah. is in um, design at the moment um, yep. oh, You've started off being very reasonable with your demands, which I know once you go and run up that big hill and come back down, the demands will double or treble. So I'm waiting on that. I've ordered some paracetamol and some sedatives for myself, but um, that is in um, design at the minute. And we, we might have to have that. Team on standby. <laughs> no, we, I, hope, I hope to have that ready in the next week, I would say. If everyone, if, if everyone enjoys um, rants, 
and Bantz. They'll enjoy the new show. <laughs> well, if you enjoy, I think I think if you enjoy very quick and very multiple arguments, yeah, um, you're, you're going to enjoy what goes on. It's 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 going to be something different. Um, I think we will we'll, we'll start that what night we we run it on Gav um, mm-hmm. before before we launch and we we'll, we'll do something and we'll probably do a trial run. What mm-hmm. we might try to do is once we get it going, we might actually see if we take in some of some of the older viewers, even if it's just for a trial run to see what and, and see what it looks like before we actually put a show fully live to make sure that we have it nailed down. Because yeah, well, we we have the pos- we have the function there where we can literally record yeah. a show and keep it private but give it access to certain individuals to watch and give us feedback on so that's not yeah wrong. exactly because it is different to what we've done before so it's, it's I, I, before we actually go live so it doesn't look shit we'll, we'll sort of maybe try, try to do something like that Red Sea, okay. Red sea says I'm getting very lazy two nights off a week um, <laughs> yeah. there's just okay. nothing happening Steve, um, if but if we think of something, um, tomorrow night I'll get I'll get it on if that's okay. To be fair, Red Steve, you're you're very getting close to what grinds my gears with Phil, so I'm basically just ripping off a Family Guy episode and just uh, running with it for to see how it goes. So yeah, um, but yeah, look, we we get into it. Right, um, that's being the show. Thanks again to the lads for coming on. There's lots of on on the channel. Uh, spread the word, spread the news. And if you haven't paid for your ticket to pack out Anfield for Siena, you know where the links are. The link, go and do it, um, and we we'll get there. We we'll get this thing across the line as well all right so good night god bless see us in three weeks time sports social podcast network